Welcome to Urban Principal, leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com. And now here's your host, Brett Anderson. And welcome back to our podcast. We are on episode 211, season 5, in our fifth year. And we are celebrating the legacy of Martin Luther King today, since it is Martin Luther King Day in the United States. And... Uh, so today's episode is uh, Martin Luther King on Leadership. And I thought I'd share a few things from a book called Martin Luther King Jr. on Leadership, Inspiration and Wisdom for Challenging Times, and that was by Donald T. Phillips. He's the author of Lincoln on Leadership. I've used some excerpts from that book as well. It's an excellent book. And uh, he also did The Founding Fathers on Leadership. Uh, it's got a lot of good stuff in it. But I thought I'd start sharing uh, some of the things. Uh, there's a lot actually in here of his wisdom that we could share. So I'll try and do uh, enough of so that you get the feeling and the understanding of his leadership style and some of his leadership principles. Um, they have really good uh, sections that uh, summarize it at the end of each chapter. Uh, like I said, if you're interested in the book in its entirety, look for Martin Luther King Jr. on Leadership, Inspiration, and Wisdom for Challenging Times. Um, uh, here's this, and I'm going to just start with this chapter, Martin Luther King Jr. on Leadership. Create a blueprint for yourself, one that you can utilize in future leadership endeavors. Become your own teacher. Remember that many issues you have not cleaned up intellectually may be solved in the sphere of practical action and experience. Uh, these are bullet points, by the way. Love is a potent instrument for social and collective transformation. Power without love is reckless and abusive, and love without power is sentimental and anemic. Take time to compose a letter or speak on the phone with people you disagree who disagree with you. Your aim should be to persuade through love, patience, and understanding and goodwill. If your words uh, fail, persuade with your acts. Uh, talking about the importance of actions uh, matching your words again, which we've talked about with leadership. Take the time to explain why your ideas will work. Seek to create a crisis and foster a tension so that a continuity, a continuity, or let me try this again. Seek to create a crisis and foster a tension so that a community which has constantly refused to negotiate is forced to confront the issue. And you can see how he used that in the civil rights for sure. Remember that freedom is never voluntarily given by the oppressor. It must be demanded by the oppressed. Never seek to defeat or humiliate an opponent. Try to bring about a change of heart. Remember that only light can put out darkness. Meet the forces of hate with the power of love. The reason you should not follow the, odd, the old eye-for-an-eye eye philosophy is that it ends up leaving everybody blind. Uh, neat statement. Uh, jumping to another chapter uh, with some of his bullet points on leadership. Uh, don't be afraid to shift gears and make a major career move. When you fail to keep people motivated and inspired, they may complain or throw rocks in desperation. Subject yourself to endless self-analysis so as to be certain that you are fulfilling the true meaning of your work, maintaining your sense of purpose, holding fast to your ideals, and guiding people in the right direction. Self-criticism is a sure sign of maturity and the first step toward eliminating any personal weakness. Study constantly, even after you leave high school and college. 
And I truly believe that as a leader, too, you are always learning and continuing to learn. Uh, make good use of downtime. Go somewhere so that you may think about things. When you go into action and confront your adversaries, you must be as armed with knowledge as they. Analyze your adversaries, uh, adversaries' point of view so that you may see the basic weakness of your condition, so that you may learn and grow from the wisdom of the opposition. Forge the priceless qualities of character. Teach your children values at an early age. Ensure continuous education of the community in order that support can be maintained. Conduct a post-mortem analysis of every major endeavor. Share it with other members of your organization. Make a list of things to be done better and use it as a blueprint for future action. You must make mistakes, mistakes and learn from them. Make sure mistakes, make more mistakes and learn anew. You must taste defeat as well as success. Remember that time and action are teachers. Take action after sober reflection. Learn from bitter experience. Uh, a lot of good points within that about self-reflection and having that time to actually think. Uh, this next chapter, here's the bullet points again of this chapter. In your public addresses, speak in simple common language as if you were engaged in a conversation. Speaking in the shared language of the community helps establish common ground with your audience. Uh, relate stories of individual acts of sacrifice and courage by people in the organization. Make extensive use of metaphors, similes, and metaphorical imagery. Apply subtle devices such as rhythm, cadence, alliteration, and an anaphora that enhance the overall impact of a speech. Remember that repetition of words and phrases works on the mind of the listener. Make your theme and words more memorable. Always speak about the hopes and aspirations of the people in your organization with sincerity, seriousness, and simplicity. In your oratory, take your cause to a higher level. As a leader, you must be concerned with semantics. Every re revolution, you must have songs and slogans to add hope to determination and to fire people, motivate them, and keep them moving. You should consciously use the media to raise awareness and get across your key messages. The greatest channel, channel of publicity for your organization is the existence of a positive, dynamic, and dramatic public relations program. Practice what you preach. Uh, nice points again. And then jumping to another chapter of Martin Luther King on leadership. Give credit where credit is due. You must shun the very narrow-mindedness that has been the source of your organization's past afflictions. When faced with an extreme situation, your remedies must be extreme. People will work together and sacrifice if they understand clearly why and how the sacrifice will bring about change. And that's actually a good uh, point about change, too. Uh, people need to understand the rationale for why things are being done, and they're more apt to follow and to work with you as a leader if they know that. Never assume that anyone understands. It is your job to keep people informed and aware. Any real change in the status quo depends on continued creative action. There will be agonizing setbacks with creative advances. Be tolerant of mistakes. Creative new endeavors bring people together, unify them, and keep them focused. In a new era, there must be a new thinking. A good idea will spread quickly. When an emergency ensues and people are in danger, rush to the scene. Innovative actions may serve as unifying forces in any movement. Creative power can pull down mountains of evil and level hilltops of injustice. 
you must use time creatively. And maybe I'll do one more section. Uh, let's see, Martin Luther King Jr. on leadership. The only truly responsible consensus will emerge when grassroots people know the issues, articulate their demands, and become a part of the democratic process. Every alliance must be considered on its own merits. A true alliance is based upon some self-interest of each component group and a common interest into which they merge. Keeping people together in a team depends upon open channels of communication between the people and their leaders. Hold regular retreats with no more than a dozen people in a place that is, is conducive to deep thinking and serious discussion. During serious discussions, ask questions, try not to take sides, let everyone debate and discuss, and then attempt to arrive at a consensus. People are going to have differences. You should be able to disagree without being disagreeable. In a multiracial society, no group can make it alone. Remember, you may be living tomorrow with the very people against whom you are struggling today. Don't forget that winning allies is more difficult in the absence of facts. A destructive minority can poison the wellspring from which the majority must drink. When one person stands up, he may be run out of town, but when a thousand stand up together, the situation is drastically altered. Life at its best is a creative synthesis of opposites in a fruitful harmony. Laws only declare rights. They do not deliver them. Uh, let's do one more. Uh, this one is a different section, of course. Again, a bullet points. Martin Luther King Jr. on leadership. Create a noble mission around which everyone can rally. Set a precise timetable for action. Conduct a whirlwind campaign of meetings to mobilize every key person and group behind your movement. Put the horse before the cart. Clearly state your goals and remember, remember that the simplest approach will prove to be the most effective. In setting your goals, don't aim too low, but set something that is achievable. Sweeping grandiose goals do not change with time. On the other hand, specific and detailed goals must change as the circumstances changed. Be prepared for a long struggle. Begin modestly. When you have the time, respond to unjust criticism. Remember that if people go too long without a leader, little if any action will be taken. Upon conclusion of a settlement, go out of your way to praise all sides. Action is not in itself a virtue. Its goals and its forms determine its value. The best way to solve any problem is to remove the cause. Organize your strength in terms of economic and political power. And I'll go ahead and do another one. These are such good statements. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. on leadership again. You must accept a finite disappointment but never lose infinite hope. When hopes are blasted, violence may set in. Hope motivates and it inspires. It causes people to take action. When you know that people are suffering, fight for them. Take the time to write thank you notes to people who help you. Remember the scripture, let him who is without sin cast the first stone. Never sink to the passionless depths of hard-heartedness. Cut the chain of hatred as it is too great a burden to bear. Uh, remember the words of Gandhi, there is a limit to the development of the intellectual, but none to that of the heart. Combine a tough mind with a tender heart. Even when you are stoned, slapped, and slandered, try to remain optimistic. The one thing that keeps the fire of revolutions burning is the ever-present flame of hope. Remember that hope really finally means a refusal to be stopped. It means going on anyhow. 
Every crisis has not only its danger points, but its opportunities. So remembering to stay positive and keeping that hope is important. And I'll do one more. Uh, this is, these are such, such good statements. Uh, Martin Luther King on leadership. Martin Luther King Jr. Your job is too great and the days are too bright to be blackening, uh, bickering in the darkness of jealousy, deadening competition, and internal ego struggles. That's a good one. There is nothing to be afraid of if you believe and know that the cause for which you stand is right. Seek to transform your suffering into a creative force. Courage breeds self-affirmation. It faces fear and thereby masters it. A refusal to be stopped, the courage to be, the determination to go on in spite of, is the hallmark of great movements. Don't be, do not be intimidated, do not be harassed, do not be silent, be heard. Whenever you see injustice, take a stand against it. Remember that the road ahead will not always be smooth. There will be rocky places of frustration and meandering points of bewilderment. There will be inevitable setbacks here and there. Whenever you set out to build a temple, you must face the fact that there is a tension at the heart of the universe between good and evil. There is no painless way to have a revolution. No leader can be great or even fit for office if he attempts to accommodate to injustice to maintain his political balance. A firm sense of self-esteem is the most powerful weapon against slander and vilification. Uh, excellent statements from uh, Martin Luther King Jr. on leadership. And as I said before, this book is by Donald T. Phillips. Uh, inspiration and wisdom for challenging times if you would actually like to read the chapters they have you have a lot of quotes uh, by Martin Luther King and a lot of good statements uh, especially the last uh, couple sections I had on on developing hope and uh, staying positive which our show is all about as leaders and maintaining that positivity uh, and keeping the right within your organization and I think we'll use a quote from Martin Luther King tonight as our final quote uh, no work is insignificant. If a man is called uh, Sweet Street Sweeper, he should sweep streets, even as Michelangelo painted, or Beethoven composed music, or Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will pause to say, here lived a great street sweeper who did his job well. And that was Martin Luther King in December of 1956, about the importance of doing your best and as he said, no work is insignificant. And as a leader, I truly believe that no work is insignificant. And if you are building a team and working with your staff and building a positive culture, you are embracing everyone within your staff and every job that they have. And I was never afraid to do any job as a principal. And many times uh, helped cut down trees, helped work on the campus, uh, worked in classrooms, uh, filled in if I had to for teachers, uh, did what I needed to do to help the school to run and to keep it running. And uh, that is another thing. Uh, the no job is uh, meaningless and everybody helps that uh, wheel to turn and keeps that organization running smoothly. Uh, and something I just saw too is that book, uh, that recent book, which would be great for an elementary school. Uh, I'm no longer in the building as much. I'm, I go out and coach and work with principals, but if I was still a principal, I'd be using this book, We Dream a World. And it is a uh, great book for elementary, of course. And it was by Yolanda, Yolanda Renee King. And she is carrying the light from her grandparents, Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King. Uh, a book about dreaming a better world. And what better way to start than with our younger students. And hopefully you're continuing to do that as a leader. And staying positive and uh, 
continuing to move forward. So as always, keep promoting effective leadership through productive culture changes. And until next time, let's remember to stay positive. You've been listening to Urban Principle. Leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAnderson Consulting.com. <laughs>